Hi, I'm your animate Sedge, and uh, I'm going to read from this card that I pre-wrote before starting the podcast. Dear listeners, I would just like to let you know that sometimes we swear a little, and sometimes we, we might make jokes that could sour or curdle some milk, and we wanted you to also know that if you wanted to let us know how much you felt angry about it, you can go to our subreddit at r slash myanimates. Please come. We're so lonely. Enjoy the show. Isn't it weird how they just don't have chewing gum in Tower of God? I mean, they have cell phones... Why don't they have no chewing gum? Guys, stop. There's a reason why they don't have chewing gum. And for the Tower of God's sake, please stop chewing Welcome to A Quickie oh, with God. Tower of God. We are your animates. I'm Sedge, your host. And I am Spanky. And I am Johnny V, right about to bottle these two guys in front of me, these two wonderful gentlemen. Wow, he thinks we're wonderful. That's so nice of him. Today is a special day. Today we cover our first ever webtoon. Webtoons came out of South Korea and they're really diverse. Very, very cool. Especially this webtoon because we're covering Tower of God and it's like a mixture between like a North American comic and like a Japanese manga. You get that feel like right in between. I, I feel like that's where it's good. Yeah, it it seriously... Inst- okay, picture this. Instead of like a magazine, each chapter is one long image that you scroll down. So if you're used to reading manga, might be a little different than you're used to. Some of them are left to right as well, but the art style and the tropes can be kind of similar with some interesting twists. It's, it's, it's really nice. This one is animated, or, or rather written, because some of these webtoons are animated. This one is just a static image, though. Written by Lee John Hui. I'm so sorry. I probably butchered that name. No, no, you did all right. I think you did a good job. I prefer his his uh, web handle, which is C-U, S-I-U. Um, at, it's published by Line Webtoons, and you can read it for free on Line's official website and on their Webtoons app for uh, iPhone and Android. For Go free? read it for free. Support the artist if, if you're interested. Uh, it's been coming out since 2010, so it's been around for a while. It's one of the more popular ones, and the actual plot of Tower of God is uh, just... There's so much there. Where do we even start, guys? It's huge. It's vast. It's this as tall as the skies to the depths of the ocean. Higher. 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 How much higher? Take me higher. So you know what? Let's talk about the tower then. Uh, Most people are unaware (laughs) that they live in this enormous tower, right? They don't even know. Like the majority of the populations of each floor, it's like the size of North America. They just go about their ordinary lives. Yeah, Seji, but when you're talking about that, you're actually talking about the outside of the tower. You're talking about the civilians around there. The whole point of Tower of Gob is, is actually to, to climb the middle of the tower, which is where all the regulars go, and we have those special, very, special very special guys. Yeah. So you don't necessarily know about the fact that you're in a tower if you're living in the outer tower, and those that do know sometimes get invited by the guardians of the the inner tower, which is where you can go up or down the tower, to do tests to see if they're worthy of climbing the tower. Because at the top of the tower, rumor has it, they have uh, your hopes and dreams grabbed by the throat that they'll give to you if you make it there. They don't really say what is at the top of the tower. They just promise whatever your heart desires. And all your answers will 
you'll get all your answers there yeah basically yeah and that's that's a big theme in this too is they are looking for answers because they live in a world that is literally floors of a tower with a ceiling and a floor and fake skies and some of them want to find out what the world outside is like they've filled with so many challenges on every floor that getting to the top will basically you'll want to change the name of the book to tower of agave because they're going to need some freaking alcohol to like purify all oh, that oh. those fucking holes in their bodies and shit from those missions and challenges yeah jeez without with no doubt at all so perhaps we should introduce our main character who's a guy named bam he's he's a boy who grew up in isolation for years and then this blonde bimbo finds him and after getting seriously attached to her for who fucking knows why i guess because he had no friends she leaves him to climb the tower and Go- bam fa- i think the term is ghosted ghosted yeah yes, he gets ghosted, ghosted. He gets and ghosted. and uh, but he unlike the rest of us who get ghosted and are giant wimps and spend a few days uh depressed he decides to go after her so he breaks into the tower's testing chamber uh, to climb the tower, becoming an irregular, one of these really fearsome bringers of change. Why was he imprisoned alone? Why does only Rachel know where he was? Why are there so many fucking questions raised in the first 100 chapters of the comic? You'll find out. Sorta. Sorta, kinda. Maybe. Okay. I don't know about you guys, but I felt that the cast of the series was, like, too big. Like, insanely big. So many powerful forces making, like, the main characters feel really, really tiny and insignificant. Did you guys like that? Spanks? I think they made it work well. The strong characters are very strong. Like, they're retardedly strong. But the weak characters are just insignificant ants, like, walking across a, a friggin' highway filled with planet busters, like, but in a satisfying way. You know what I mean? Johnny? Well, with every character introduced in every chapter, you just you kind of like scope the powers to that way because he, Bam always like fights tougher opponents. And with every 10 chapters, you're getting like 10 characters. And before you know it, you're like hundreds of characters deep in and you're just like, which ones? You yeah, which are important. Yeah, and... exactly. And you never know when they're going to show up later in the storyline too. So that indulges in the mysteries of the Tower of God as well. So Spanks, you you just recently read it through for the first time, mm-hmm. so you probably are the best equipped to answer this question. Would you say that that gets better as the the series goes on? Like or do do the characters start to make more sense? Is it less just like overwhelming overload? Uh it's still ridiculously ridiculously overwhelming. Like there's yeah, there's over I, I like 50 characters that are added every 10 chapters and you're like what <laughs> who is who well, why I are mean, they important it, it's... you show me one character literally uh... freaking 350 chapters earlier and i never see him again you're a bitch you're gonna bring his ass back and like chapter 600 you're like oh you forgot this guy but it's really cool honestly because they have their own goal everyone has their own way of like how they want to climb the tower for their own questions and answers some for money some for uh you know to prove to their daddy that they're they're really strong you know so the tower who runs it who who are its most influential factions there's so many of them and most importantly why should anyone give a shit about any of this well i'll tell you because the wider story it's all ancient history the first person to conquer the tower was named jihad and he climbed with 10 faithful servants thousands of years ago and now they're all immortal it's like all the stuff that happened way before bam came along right johnny Oh, I just can't wait to climb TOG. Because King is copyrighted, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you didn't hear that. That was just for you, Timmy. Only you could hear that. 
Well, oh, honestly, Jihad is the master of the tower. They always talk about him, all that we know that he's all powerful. He was an irregular and he climbed it with the 10 great families and he was the leader of them. But you still don't know how powerful he is and where he is right now in the tower. And did he actually climb to the top or how far did he get? All we know is that he's all powerful. Spanky, how do you feel? Thanks, Banks. That was insightful. Let's go talk about the big powers of Towers of God. Towers and Towers and Towers of God. We had a lot of trouble with this when we first read it. There's so much to keep track of, so we thought we'd just introduce you to the most important ones. Uh, and to start, we have Jihad's princesses. Yeah, so these are women who have a slice of his power, have done some sort of ritual or something to become his, his daughters, and they've been given the task to collect these 13 mystical blades called the 13 months and they're basically competing against each other using Jihad's authority for some purpose that you're, you're, isn't immediately clear and they're some of the strongest beings in the tower uh, to be a ranker means that you've climbed to the top of the tower and to be a high ranker means you're 1% the top 1% of, of the fighters that have made it to the top of the tower and many of them are Jihad's princesses any other thoughts boys? there's a 10 family leaders as well all uh -oh. of them that's very true. All ten of them. So these are the guys who who climbed the tower with Jihad, yeah? And they were all irregulars. All of them, yeah. And they've all are, yeah, they're all immortal that we find out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, throughout the, the years of them, after they climbed through the, uh, supposedly the top of the tower of wherever the hell they are, they've had kids. So many, so many descendants. So many descendants, because they're like thousands of years old, and you could kind of picture them as like kind of like I don't know, demi humans of some. Yeah, like, they're like, almost like gods at yeah, this point. They really, kinda, they, they kind of go Zeus on ladies, you know. It's, it's down spread and, the seed. You always got to spread, spread the seed. Yeah. Plant it, spread it, yeah. focus, pull it. And there's there's this implication that power mm -hmm. is passed down through bloodline, like. Jihad's blood is the thing that makes the princesses the way they are. It's implied, kind of, and, at, at some different points, even though it's still really unclear. And this is the thing. There's so many questions to this fucking show. So many questions to this fucking show. That it, But it, yeah. with all these families and Jihad being so powerful, and just think about how many people are in the Tower of God world, don't you think that there would be an opposing force against them? But that is a story for another time. I think it's safe to say that the character designs are pretty unique, especially if you're used to, like, standard anime fare. Uh, it's written in a different style with a different tone. And I will be honest, though, I hated Bam in the first season, and, and Webtoons are split into seasons. No, I hated uh, him so much. He was the worst. He was, he was a pit. Like, now he's a cool character. His character design visually has gotten better. But at first, he's like... I'm a naive guy. Just utterly a naive. He's, he's he, like he's too naive to be real, and it's not even it's not even convincing. Like if you've seen Hunter Hunter or Dragon Ball Z, you can kind of believe that the main characters are naive enough to make some of the mistakes they make. But with Bam, it's like you, someone dropped you on your head as a child. There's really only a few characters in Tower of God that really caught me. One of them, my personal favorite, is our turtle-hating, man-of-mans, alligator of the time, Rack, Wraith Stratter, or Stratter. Stratteracis. Straparanus? Rock is a giant. Rack is a giant. Is it Rack or Rock? It's Rack. Rack is a giant crocodile man, isn't he? Yeah, he's a he's a cool crocodile, actually, but the way they portray him leaves him as underwhelming and disappointing. And it, it happens to quite a few cool characters you want to get no, to mo know more of. It's true. That Maybe that's just because they, there were so many of them. Who knows? So, I, I mean, in any case, this is my third time uh, going through this. I've been reading it for years. 
And the art, I I noticed, at least, uh, thanks to Spanky pointing it out, that it got way better. It's, it's almost like he went back and redid it. Um, because at first, the, the whole series was pretty inconsistent, but now it's gorgeous. Like, the latest chapters are, are particularly stunning. What do you guys think? I have to say that, Seju, you were the one who told me to read this, and it was pretty brutal to read in the beginning for the art. Uh, I noticed that, Spanky, you told me they remastered it, so it looks a lot better in the beginning, but oh, yeah. it was really pretty brutal. And I was like... You kept telling me it's so good, it's so good, keep reading. And I continued to read, and my god, like it got real good. Like the art became so amazing later, especially where it is right now. It's so well done. Yeah, I'm yeah, really consistently, impressed. consistently good. Okay, so I forgot to mention that we are, I didn't forget, we we are talking about You did about forget. A, okay, actually. I did forget. We are talking about a webtoon here, and most webtoons are in color, and this has some spectacular color that I must admit that really brings, the good. Art, brings the art out much. And, uh, does most uh, webtoons have color? I think so. There's a couple of them that are in black and white, but for the for the most part, webtoon chapters, from my experience anyway, have been full color. If you compare that to like manga, the your average stuff where you get a color spread once in a while, it's like very the first, refreshing. Like, three pages yeah. or something like that. Yeah, no, this is this is a whole other experience, and it lifts the art up a lot, right, Spanx? Oh yeah, but if you're expecting some some big-breasted lady as you would normally be used to to just bounce by your screen. Forget about it. Yeah, no, it's they suck the sexuality out of the art for the most part they do. in this There's one. There's no sex appeal. Really no, no, this. but but that's also kind of refreshing because you know the constant what, what do they call it uh, uh, for the fans the the fan service is is kind of lame in other ones. Well, like we don't have time for that. We just need plot, more plot. Yeah, There's no more plot. There's no time for sexuality. Just, just more plot. Boobs. Uh, reduce boobs by ten percent. Increase plot by fifty percent. We could talk about boobs on this, but let's add another character instead. So, anyway, I'm going to slap this uh, overall with the art an 8 out of 10. And I'm going to give this an 8.5 out of 10. And with the cock wing of Mordor, I will give this a 6.71 to an 8.17. And the reason why that is is because in the beginning the art was not that great, so it was kind of hard to get through. But later on with the colors, it's got a lot better, probably from the budget to, a uh, you know... An 8.17, solid. Yeah. According to our rules that we wrote up before the podcast, you're not allowed to give two scores. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, am I allowed to give two shits about your comment? Uh, is that permitted? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll allow it. I'll allow All right. It. You know, this is, this is your podcast, right? Yeah. Why do I pay you guys? <laughs> <laughs> and so we come to the writing. Good God, the amount of dialogue in this comic. And I found the writing pretty dry after a while. What about you guys? <laughs> How dry was it? The Sahara Desert dry? Drier than a muffin in your sister's pants? <laughs> what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut you off and volleyball spike that down because I, I don't believe that it was dry. I think it was actually too freaking rich because it's just like... It's like the story wasn't advancing forward. It was just like just growing wider, vaster with the plot and the characters and the added content and the more mystery. It just so seemed too rich. I'm not I'm not referring to the world building or the number of characters. I meant literally like the words coming out of people's mouths. Kind of like read almost like a textbook sometimes. It was just very, there wasn't that much emotion. There wasn't much passion in what they were saying. It didn't, it didn't, I mean, the way that people were speaking wasn't well, showing off. There's their a lot characters. of emotion and passion from the things that come in, are in and out of your mouth frequently, I must admit. Thank you. I, I'm a passionate guy. I, I don't no, know what I, you're trying to get at. No, no. Sounds no. like a half baked insult to me. 
<laughs> Baked like that muffin in your sister's pants. <laughs> right, there was a substantial amount of dialogue in this, and um, a lot of it was not that helpful, considering of all the questions we've had. Yeah, it raised a million questions all the time. And, and so this raises another good question. Since it starts out so intriguing, was the show predictable? It, it, it was, it was, well, it's hard to say that it was predictable as much as it led you up and like left you drooling for so many answers, which they don't give to you yeah, very much often. and ever. You want to know why that character is that way? Too bad, you're never going to see him again. Or you might 300 chapters from now. <laughs> you, you really don't know. Uh, what did you think of the characters themselves? I mean, where do you even begin with that question? All oh, the characters. I mean, like some of the char- I feel like all the characters are trying so hard to be cool that they all kind of lack emotion or emotional I can kind depth. I agree with that, actually. You know, like, everybody's like, I'm so powerful, I don't even need to look at anyone or even talk. I'll just sit here and silently stare at you and give one-worded answers for my entire being. Yeah, If so if, I guess I would say that if, if you like a lot of backstory and, and characters that are really, really well-developed, you're probably not going to love this. It's more about the world, right? It's more about the world building. Yeah, and, like, I, I do admit I do like some of the characters, but as long as it's not Bam... <laughs> Yeah, Bam is know. Bam is like kind of the worst main character. Like you Ooh, said, it's just way me. too naive. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ugh, it's it's anyway. And <laughs> then there's the fact that there's no sexuality or passion to any of the characters, kind of ever. But right? I do love Kuhn. Kuhn is awesome. He is Kuhn such is, a cool character. He's about so this is Bam's best friend, I guess you could say. They, he's one of the 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 three that you meet very early on that he makes friends with right after entering the tower when he's hunting after this girl named Rachel, and he has some passions, right? He's sneaky. Not, he not, has some good lines. Kuhn is awesome. He's so smart. Not entering Rachel, entering the tower. Entering the tower, just to be very, very clear. Anyway, so on the whole, I, the writing, because of the way it is, I'm only going to give it a 7.5. Uh, it just, it, the world building was good, but yeah, that's all I can really go. I'm going to give it a 6, because I didn't really enjoy the writing too. It was it was the weaker of the points. Yeah. What about you, uh, Mr. Mr. Johnny V? I'm going to take the leather strap of Thor's hammer and ass smack this with an 8.14. An 8.14? That's that's okay. So we ranked it a little lower than you. Why why do you love it so much? Uh, well, because I do like inter- intricacy. Like I do like how vast it was. And you know what? The dialogue just Siu was trying to create a lot of emotion. That's what I find. He was trying to create a lot of emotion behind the characters and give you that backstory without giving you enough answers to piss you off, but like giving you who the character is and the and how they build together. And I I have to admit I do like Kuhn and Bam's friendship. You know the yeah. the power of friendship. Power of friendship. It's, it's pretty good, strong there. I give all of my six points to just to rack. All to rack. And, and I, I give the the two and a half points that I didn't give it to the fact that we don't get any fucking answers half the time. But it's cool. I agree. It it really opens things up. Uh, so one of the more fascinating points, one of the, the cooler parts about this, I think we all sort of ended up agreeing, uh, was the battle system. So they have this thing called Shinsu, which is this kind of like chi energy idea. and It's, it's everything. It's Shinsu everything. is everything it's, and they anything They breathe it. It's, the, it. it's literally the air they breathe, and you can condense it down into little balls or like make it really big and channel it into powers and make it Girls freeze, make it burn. Shinsu, by the way. Shinsu gets you laid. Nine out of ten times, it works every time. Half the time. Sometimes. Especially with Sex Panther. 
So it's super complicated, <laughs> and and people fight in teams, kind of like in Dota, and everyone has like a position on the team, and they have all these different tools and techniques. It can get really difficult to follow, which was something that I didn't like. It was I think very complicated. There's like six different jobs. Oh my god! It's like the fisherman and the spear bearer and the uh, cook and the uh, the oh. wife beater and the whatever. I don't know. <laughs> they got him. The... You're gonna need a wiki page if you plan to really follow these battles. No, like I am fucking thankful that there is a wiki page for tower of god oh there's god. actually like shit in the wiki that is not in the storyline that it tells you a backstory because there's just so much to these characters yeah so this is actually important to note the author releases tons and tons of information outside of the comic so if you really want to know what's going on you sort of have to dive into the the backstory uh, in in the um, the wiki, and it can give you a lot more insight into the character. So if you're the kind of person who loves to really, really dive into this sort of stuff, you'll probably enjoy it if you're into, like, alternate reality games or whatever. There's a lot of cool stuff to find and, and to dig around. But... You with, like, 100,000 other people, because Tower of God is, like, it's kind of like a cult. Like, there's so many people that love this, and it's, like... It's pretty popular. It is. It was one of the first webtoons to come out, so... Yeah, I mean that—that that is what it is. Uh, and and the art in the battles is probably when it's at its best, uh, among other things. Did you guys find the battles fulfilling or like predictable or exciting? What what, what was your how how did you? I I feel like it was spanky. I don't think you agree with me. Well, yes and no. I mean yes because when the superpowers really hit the ground, they really hit the ground well. They they show you the fantasticness of the fantastic characters and the weakness of the really weak characters. But you can, like, you get stuck sometimes trying to figure out who's doing what yeah. during the fight. Mm, yeah, okay. it, can get, it can get a little complicated. Because there's so many beams of power and light going everywhere. You don't know what that... Who, and, who shot that beam? And you gotta think, this is just the beginning. Because they're really early on in the tower of the levels. Considering they're on chapter 300 and something. And they're really on, like, floor, what, 40-something? Right yeah, now, where they yeah, are. exactly. So, the huge powers and the battles that we're seeing right now are literally microscopic compared to the battles that we're going to see and later. That's in the one show. of the cool parts: is the power scaling does feel very realistic in the sense that the characters who are very strong are overwhelmingly stronger than the other characters, and the characters that are in that same sort of power level, like the higher power levels, are evenly matched somewhat. So when it's when it's big guys versus little guys, the little guys get creamed, but the rest of the time it feels a little like Hunter Hunter did, if you've ever read that or, or watched that, where it's Love more it. about the strategy than the brute force of it, but if, if it's, and it often is, just a bunch of really powerful guys going at it while some weaker guys are running around trying not to get killed in the crossfire, it, it sort of does feel like brute force against brute force. Uh, the other last thing I'll say about it is that often the conflicts are a very slow build, so if you like that Hunter Hunter style, or if you read Tokyo Ghoul versus Watch It, if you really like the slow build up to a big conflict and an explosive uh, explosive battle you'll probably like this oh the items the items in oh, these battles yeah. are fantastic the tools that they come up with they're very so creative. unique like it's yeah it's very cool like the the way he came up with them and the way he distributes them out to the characters too so like an example is one character uh who's a, a high ranker this is one of the characters who's the, the top one percent talk about the frog uh the frog yeah the, he's, he's the top one percent of of the rankers people who've climbed the tower uh, and he has this item, which is a little frog puppet, like hand puppet thing that goes on a few fingers. And he can each each finger of uh, that is its own little frog mouth has a different power. And one of them is the ability to just reverse 
the damage done to something. It, like, reverses time in a local area, and he, like, rebuilds a bridge. It doesn't even rebuild it. It just reverses time. There's just... Takes energy in, shoots it back out. Shoots it back out, can absorb ridiculous attacks. And, and it can really make things unpredictable and exciting. And, um, and the yeah. Tower of God is so huge, so huge, that they actually have two types of species that kind of live there which are called red witches and white dwarves who are actually guides throughout the tower right so that's another one of the battle positions as a guide uh, it, this is where we get really complicated if we wanted to go into it we could talk about how the tower of god universe is is uh deterministic so people don't necessarily have free will uh and and i i don't want to get into it too much it's there in the wiki if you want to look into it but the guides help the characters get around um and jeez uh, yeah i mean we're going all over the place with this uh do, do you have anything the, to add spanks the, the power so sometimes they kind of i mean towards where we're reading right now it's kind of become less of strategy where it is more raw power v raw power i mean they do incorporate some of the items later on and i'm hoping and they're leading up to some crazy item incorporation later on but hopefully they do it in a fantastic way because one of the the more recent fights kind of let and me down. And not in a Fantastic Four kind of way because that's a really shitty yeah. approach. Yeah, yeah don't. Yeah. I'm so disappointed. Flame on. So, <laughs> yeah, this one's going on. As you can hear, we're all still pretty, uh, pretty jived about it. Um, but it is the sort of thing that you have to invest a lot of time in. Did you say, uh, did you say jive? I said jive. Like, who, who says jive? Like, hot jive. Like, like, like you're a jive Oh, dang. Like, do you have, like, a feather in your hat? Like, like you walk woo. in the streets with, like, you telling me this fedora game. doesn't bring out the nerd in my eyes? With all your princess jihads around you, just... Dude, the jihad princess. Go steal his sword! Anyway, so for the battles, which I found to be the highlight, I'm gonna slap it with a 9 out of 10. I thought that they were actually some of the, the cooler ones, even though it could get confusing. Yeah, 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10! Spanker. Like, what do you think? I'm gonna give it a 7. It's just a solid Ooh, 7. Boo! Boo! And I'm going to anally assert a spirit bomb right into Seji for an 8.9999995. Does he shut up? Sorry, what were you saying? Johnny V. I wasn't saying anything. Okay, that's fine. Good. Yeah, not that I not that I listen when I, you talk. Or you care. Yeah, so alright, this brings us to the end of our quickie. Uh overall, I really enjoy this manga. I thought that it was more intellectually demanding than a few of the other ones. It it, it uh, brought me into webtoons, and the art got really interesting and unique for for comics. It's it's going to be different from what you're used to, and in the end, that becomes really good. Uh, so I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10 overall. T-Dog, what do you think? Well, for this, it has a really, really, really slow build. If you are willing to invest your time into 300 chapters plus, then for sure... This is going to be something that you'll enjoy, but the slow, slow intro and the slow storyline entirely just left me questioning why I read a lot of it, but the battles and the cool art made it really worthwhile. I'm going to give this a 7.5. Overall? And what about you, Johnny V? Well, since we're on the topic, I'm going to butt chug a liter of fresh Shinsu this with an 8.86. Wow. And I don't want to really get too much into this again since we've already talked about it. Into but butt chug techniques? Yes, of course. Were, were we on the topic of butt chugging? I don't know. Who you kind of flip over the like a totem pole and you start stacking. I said we weren't going to get into it. Okay, sorry. 
So I don't want to get into it, but basically if you love intricacy, if you like a lot of characters, if you like a lot of plots and all that jibba jabba, it's it's good. It, and it's a little rough in the beginning, but it does become very, very good. It's a huge gaming RPG. Well, not gaming, but there's a lot of games to play. Oh well, yeah, they play plot. a lot of games, which plot, is one of the plot, things plot, we... Plot, 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 plot. more characters, plot. more characters. Anyway, thank plot. you. We are your animates. Characters. And this has been a quickie with a tower of god. I'm Sedge. I'm ha. Spanky. That's Spanky. And I'm Johnny V. And remember, fellow animates, don't tell father about this podcast. Or the nickel-plated dildos he bought for $3.99 at the discount clearance bin! Personal space! Nickel plates.